Okay, three, two, one. Hello, uh, welcome along to a real politics audio commentary. Hang track. on, we're, we're not doing that bit yet. We're starting with the. Oh, uh, the comments. Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the back oh, cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going straight yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll count, I'll count you in. Okay. Oh, you do you want to say that I'm going to read off? <laughs> just just read, like, the back cover blurb, like, up till. Hang on. Like, when yeah. would it be appropriate to stop? <laughs> yeah. What the uh, sex murders part? <laughs> Brutal sex murders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, between himself I'm not laughing Stop. at the, 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 the concept of brutal sex murders I'm just laughing at the fact that it's on the back of that yeah, cover stopped. to promote the film exactly stop at uh, the suspect after after that uh, stop don't okay. read the bit about dead hookers but <laughs> yeah but Br- read, brutal read. sex murders fine only good hookers dead one is often yeah, re- no, well, yeah <laughs> it's, it's just, just you know let's keep it short and sweet but just yeah, the re- fact it's on the back of there is great okay but, yeah, take re- two Take two, okay. Uh, that's enough of that shit, as Clint would say. Uh, <laughs> take two, okay. Uh, uh, all right. Three, two, one, and action. Cup of tea. Take three. Three, two, one, and action. Lured by the promise of kinky sex, two men prowl the French Quarter. One is a cop, the other is a killer. Clint Eastwood is Wes Black. Sorry, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is Wes Block. A lawman walking a tightrope. Hey, title drop. Separating him from the man he strives to be and the man he fears he is. When investigating... Here we go. This is the... When investigating brutal sex murders... (laughs) Brutal sex murders and... He uncovers a link between himself and the suspect. Wow. Yeah. But we're not watching that film. No. But (laughs) we just felt the need to just read the back of uh, the the description to the the Clint Eastwood film Tightrope that really wants to let you know that there's kinky sex, kinky and, sex brutal, and brutal sex, brutal sex murders. Sex murders. <laughs> yeah. Who wrote this? Clint Eastwood. Like I say, it's a rare Clint Eastwood written joint. Uh, it just it, he dictated it. We watched Tightrope and we did. were horribly underwhelmed by it. Yeah, we we talked about it in our massive two yeah. Clint episodes. I, w- I was not particularly keen on Tightrope, but... Today we're going to talk about Clint Eastwood. We were we were lured by the promise of kinky sex. <laughs> it's it's upsetting though the fact they put that on there, thinking yeah, some yeah. people out there they're, they're well, going to be worked, in the, in the, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 bought it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was it was my choice. Clint, to be fair, and brutal sex murders. I'm sold. Well, look, a lot of people know the big Clint films. They know Unforgiven. They know Gran Torino. They know 1517 to Paris. But yeah. we. We like to get into the weeds <laughs> in more ways than what more ways than one of you know what I mean. Um, we just tie it. Um, well, we're not talking about tightrope today. We're gonna be what well, we're gonna be watching. Weed is tight. Uh, rope. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be talking about Clint Eastwood's eighties tech thriller, Firefox. We're gonna be watching it, and you're gonna watch it with us. You poor souls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if anyone's up for this, so it it it, it turns out. That actually he directed two films between Firefox and Tightrope. 
but let's stop talking about tightrope now before we confuse people. So Yeah, Tightrope came after Firefox, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, between that. The same year as Firefox, he directed and starred in Honky Tonk Man, where he played Red Stovall. <laughs> and um, event in Sudden Impact, where he played a little character called Harry Callahan. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, also, um, Firefox came out in 1982, uh, and he plays in this film Mitchell Gant. <laughs> Mitchell Gant. Not Grant. Gant. <laughs> oh, there's a Gant's Hill in Ilford. Did you know that? It's one of the things that we find G- out. Gant's Hill in Ilford. We research Ilford a lot, me and Farage just fucked face, yeah. and we, there's a Gant's Well, you're a member of an Ilford Facebook group, aren't you? Yes, Re- Gro- growing group. up in Ilford in the yeah. 60s and 70s, I believe it's called. Yeah. Do a lot of them put comments about how they saw strange visions when they were children? Of, lots of, of stuff. Of cows and a, lots of, of, of a, strange A post- rotund man, like a silhouette of a, a very rotund man appearing. A very bald man. Yeah, but yeah. it turns out they had... Um, um, milk bars in Ilford oh, uh, yeah. in, back in the day um, and yeah. uh, they were, they were the, someone they got were murdered the at one of them <laughs> <laughs> well no there was a thing there was a, a place in Ilford called the black and white milk bar and the thread under right. it, the thread about it was all just like I don't know about the black and white milk bar Yeah, I go to a different milk bar <laughs> many milk bars in Ilford but um my well, my dad happens. was a cast member of the black and white minstrel show <laughs> and someone replied like oh yeah my best mate was also in the black and white minstrel show so i think a lot of people in ilford possibly did did a stint <laughs> in the black and white minstrel show in the 70s but uh, we're talking about like arguably uh, more racist visual art uh, i know i don't know if it's <laughs> it's probably racist it's, against russians it's it's it's, <laughs> it's obviously height of the cold war um and it's clint well i think you described it best when you said it's basically clint having to communicate with a high-tech plane in russian yeah sort of he no in order to fly this state-of-the-art american fighter jet or no, Russian fighter jet, sorry. Because Russians obviously have the best technology because communism works. <laughs> they yes. like have designed this so that in order to fly this plane, that you like fly it with mind control and you have to think <laughs> in Russian in order to fly it. So um, Clint Eastwood has to learn not just to speak Russian, but to think Russian. <laughs> Uh, so we thought that because we think Russian all the time, you know, that's what we're all about. We thought that it we have would, to. Yeah, exactly. We thought that it would be apposite for us to watch this film um, about Clint Eastwood thinking in Russian. <laughs> yeah, that's the film. Yeah. OK, so just a few little details. It's based on the novel by Craig Thomas. Yeah. When did that come out? Late 70s? Yes. Ah. 1977. Is it like Tom Clancy-esque kind of... Yeah, it apparently... The Cold War plot involves an attempt by the CIA and MI6 to steal a highly advanced experimental Soviet fighter aircraft. <laughs> yeah. The chief protagonist is fighter pilot turned spy Ian Shag. No, it's Mitchell <laughs> Gant. 
Yeah, Mitchell Gant, who Clint Eastwood plays in this film. They did not rename the character. He's called Mitchell Gant. Some of the other names of characters Clint Eastwood was playing around the, the Mitchell Gant era. Um, <laughs> Philo, Philo, Philo Bedo. Philo Bedo? Yes. He played that character in both Every Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You Can. Um, Is that the films where he's with the the monkey? Yes, those are the, mon- <laughs> the monkey films. Wes Brock, as you said earlier. Red Stavow, which he plays in Honky Tonk Man. Gunnery Sergeant Thomas Gunny Highway. <laughs> he's fucking called Highway, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Some guy called Preacher in Pe- no, Peril Road is an awesome film, to be fair. Um, um, Lieutenant Spear, no relation of Albert Spear, I presume. Um, yeah, those are like the dumbest names of characters that Clint Eastwood ever had, so I guess it was just a, a, a particularly bad era for Clint Eastwood names. But I guess later on you've got like Luther Whitney in Absolute Power, Frank Corvin in Space Cowboys. <laughs> uh, other than that, you know... Space Cowboys is a pretty ridiculous film. Yeah, not a good film. Didn't uh, Very boring, I thought. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, we've gone on for like nine minutes, and this is a long film, so... Uh, yeah, we don't want to like have me run out of disc space while we're still yeah. watching the film, so let's, let's roll. Besides, let's I need to talk to you with Neil Breen after this. Oh, fucking hell yeah, and then we've got another Clint Eastwood film you want to watch. Okay, so, uh, how should we do this, Tom? Do we do a countdown or something? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so, uh, w- on the count of three, everybody uh, turn on your copy that you have, that possibly <laughs> that you bought, a physical edition. Definitely bought. Yeah. Definitely bought. I de- didn't get ripped off like yeah. I did by fucking stupid region bullshit that means I can't f- I had to fucking just illegally download it which I should have done in the first place fucking <laughs> bullshit um, at the count of three turn on your copy of Clint Eastwood's 1982 directorial and star vehicle Firefox three two one we're watching will I have the sound in the oh shit no there should be sound there should be sound uh, <laughs> it's it's on the wrong channel. oh that's so fucking loud Jesus Christ okay take two fuck and I had that perfectly lined up so that it was just uh, it, it, it was just one second zero seconds in okay right take two on the count of three three two one and action there we go. we'll have the sound layered under this we're gonna have to turn down the film itself slightly so that you can hear us this is a professional setup <laughs> yep sorry Tom move your long legs back slightly <laughs> just for the mic Firefox. Hey, Microsoft. Wait, who makes Firefox? Oh, here he is. Here's Clint Eastwood running. Alaskans. 
is, it, is this where he's at, like retired and they've come to get him like okay we need you for a mission yeah is yeah it, one last job yeah is it that kind of I retired years ago well beautiful this isn't a very good riff I don't think it doesn't look very nice what do you think you're, you're, you're more of an, an aesthete than me I think it does, it, it's, it's good enough it's good enough for good a, enough for a riff for a yeah, because this is supposed to be like the good quality one. Yeah, a torrent we paid for. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we paid yeah, for the big bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we support the artists. <laughs> I did support the artists. I do own this film. Fuck's sake! Why can't fuck can't we watch my fucking Blu-ray? It's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, he's hiding from something, you know. He's got skeletons in his closet. He's got a past he wants to escape from. Literally escape from. Yeah, 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 he is actually in the process of escaping. You know, I'm looking at the sound waves right now and it definitely seems to be peaking. Oh, Clint's looking like a mad dog there. His teeth gritted. He's gone out. He's got a scraggly beard. He looks fucked up. He looks like Bob Weir. What's going on with him? <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, he's, he's seeing a nuclear bomb go off. No, it's napalm, isn't it? It's this Vietnam. He's having flashbacks to when he was like Star Bomber in Vietnam. That looks so fucking fake, Jesus Christ. Oh, is it? Okay, so, so it's a real. <laughs> Sorry. Just seeing that that famous picture of the Vietnamese war crimes, just like Jesus, it should look so fake, man. Sorry, not Vietnamese war crimes. Yeah, Vietnam war crimes. Say that by the US. So Clint is now spiraling in this helicopter. Shit's going badly wrong, and um, this is very grainy. Is it supposed to be even grainier so that, like, it's because it's a flashback? <laughs> so There's Vietnamese uh, soldiers are currently prodding Clint Eastwood in, uh, in a little cage at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're keeping him caged like an animal, and a little Vietnamese child is looking at him like... We can't really tell what they're supposed to be thinking. Now the Americans are massacring these peaceful Vietnamese people. He just wanted to keep this clearly barbarous man in a cage. I guess he's got PTSD. Hmm. 
If you think he's a fugitive. Right, I'll cut that little bit out where I accidentally paused it. With much confidence that it would take the Soviets a minimum of ten years. Sorry, we are we are gonna just have some snacks, but we'll try and eat them quietly at the off mic. <laughs> I'm just rustling these fruit pastels as ASMR for our listeners. <laughs> this is the true allyship ASMR. <laughs> Planes flew last Saturday over the Turkish Soviet border, roughly here, any Soviet border, here. Using the okay, I've got a selection. About the time and flight path. <laughs> Sorry, that was a very indulgent bit of this commentary. Okay, so what have we missed? <laughs> Something, 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 radar, something, problem happening, Cold War, Russians, bad. Who's that guy? I know him from stuff. He's the clever one. He does look very clever. He's got glasses and mad hair. And I can attest, from personal experience, that's what clever people look like. Yeah, well, okay, that's not always what clever people wear. Sometimes they prefer a nice plaid get up. So he's been laying low, you know, he's just been like out in the woods, reconnecting with nature. Yeah, chilling with his dog on his pickup truck and stuff, just like doing what men do really, I guess. That is what men chopping do. Wood. I'm a man, I chop lots of wood. <laughs> I do have a dog, but yeah. Oh wait, sound check, sound check is what I'm saying louder than the television. I think, judging from the sound waves, it is. Not a Jew. A dissident Jew, they're the worst kind. But the left-wing ones, oh my scarcely even Jews. Especially that Yair Rice. The pilot's actual brain emissions are translated into a central computer through sensors. This 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 technology seems not suitable for this era. The ability to for the brain to control the plane. His thought impulses. He did say dissident Jew, right? But this amounts to I don't can't remember. Two to three seconds speed advantage. <laughs> Is that Pete Postlewaite? Time <laughs> no, no. Any oh. we have today. If only it was. If the Soviets can mass produce it, the 
will change the structure of our world. Oh, I know. You can't have the Soviets make the world a great place. We at the, uh, we at the SIS have been working on the pipeline into Moscow and onto Vilyas for the better part of two years. The mechanics of that phase are now ready to be implemented. And I understand from Admiral Pearson that your Navy's phase of the operation can be functioning within Nailed 20 days. Am I correct? Sir, that's correct. Look at him. How they expect me to fly back home? You <laughs> We're not overly concerned about that. Can just walk around like, yeah, fuck it. Clint, getting you there. Yeah, a bit of topless Clint here Hello? for the Hello ladies. <laughs> Russia. Russia. Clint <laughs> Luke Akers <laughs> over here. <laughs> Russia. We need to sound. Just turn around. Russia. Russia. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, why didn't they put any music there? Like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> His mother is Russian. He's spoken the language since childhood, and is exactly the same size as Colonel Vostok with a suit and cockpit of fitted. Wait, Clint has spoken Russian since childhood. I don't fucking trust him. I, you're asking me to put our resources on the line. <laughs> we are at war with with his his godless people. It manifests itself in civilian life. What does Russian blood? Suicide, but that's exactly why it'll work. They'll never expect it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll die. That's why it'll work. <laughs> yeah, you'll catch them by surprise first, then they'll just destroy you. <laughs> you catch them by surprise when you die. <laughs> they'll never expect this guy like just flies up, crashes, and dies, and they're just like, oh, uh, well, back to communist domination of the <laughs> world. Just the sluckiest dialogue. <laughs> I'm afraid we have no other choice. It's already been set in motion. This is government land, isn't it? I've been authorized to mention that it could pass over to the private sector. Oh, they're gonna evict him and privatize his land. Fucked up. This property belongs to the industrial military complex now, Clint. Now get out of here. I guess what they're saying is it does belong to the military industrial complex, so they can sell it to the bastards. Oh, I play us a bit of music. Beautiful music. This is drum space. Okay, that's enough of that. You, you're not allowed to have a full minute drum space. <laughs> We're gonna shake it up. We'll do space later when you least expect it. Could you be that cool again? Tom, you're still drumming. This is a globe-trotting uh, adventure. Yeah. Habits, well, it wasn't and shot in Russia due to quote-unquote Cold War considerations. 
So, so how old is Clint in this film? Because he's like, when he was in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, he was approaching like, he's in the thirties. So he's gonna be approaching like what, like mid thirties, forties, by the time when he was in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So it would have been about forty. Yeah, when was Clint born? Because he had a relatively late sort of when he was shot starting. He was relatively older than a lot. You know, mm. Yeah, most, I missed yeah. the sixties. I was never into all that hippie drunk shot and stuff. He's born in nineteen thirty. So um, he was six. six so he, he, he would have been like fifty when when he made this. And 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 Clint wrote came out. Yeah, he's way too old to have served in fucking Nam. Clint, you know, direct, you know, basically this directing and. Starting his own vehicle where he's engaging in kinky. <laughs> are we kinky sure sex? that was Vietnam where the war flashbacks were? Was it not Korea? Uh, it looked like Vietnam style American atrocities. <laughs> but I guess they did fucked up horrible shit in Korea too. That was like a test run for Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably Vietnam. Is this like <laughs> his fake mustache? It's like, hello, my name is Mr. Snrob. <laughs> so he's so he's he, he's he, he's going to cover as a Russian then. So he's going to have a Russian accent. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, he does speak Russian. But then yeah, surely he wouldn't have. Imagine if he just talks like himself. Like, yeah, vodka. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Communism. Once it picks up a this is this is this is kind of like is this Clint trying to like live out his like I only like a bond like first yeah nothing to do with bond but like kind of like yeah I think so because like the Iger Sanction is um a not particularly loved film that's the one where the like gay character has a dog called Faggot what there's a character in who's the Iger Sanction yeah the villain of the film is like an evil albino who's gay and he has a dog called Faggot. Oh no, wait, maybe the the, albi the albino is definitely the villain but I think like um, the gay guy may be good but on the other hand like half the film is just like these real mountain climbing scenes but Clint did, did, did himself. It's like the time he like Tom cruised it and did his own stunts. So it's just like this really impressive, but like not very narratively fulfilling footage of Clinton, various people climbing a mountain. <laughs> kind of an experimental film, but like, bit like the 1517 to Paris with like the two act structure. <laughs> Well, we've talked over all the dialogue there. I have a clue what's happening, but he looks really funny in the sunglasses and false moustache. Mr. Cunt. Mr. Cunt. It's so weird seeing Clinton that sort of get up. With his hair like slicked to the side, with <laughs> moustache and big like goofy glasses on. Yeah. So speaking of glasses, is that guy who was just talking to him the guy who a minute ago I said was a paedophile, uh, <laughs> or is it a potentially. Diff different person with similar hair 
but I swear if that other guy wore glasses. Yeah, well, I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. I made the allegations. You're just making making random (laughs) allegations of pedophilia against, like, cast members who are probably no longer alive. Yeah, well, (laughs) you can't libel the dead. (laughs) You starred in this forgettable Clint Eastwood film. What's he gonna fucking do? (laughs) Haunt me. Oh, what the fuck? That's why he's that effect. Jazz on the soundtrack? I don't know. That's another tro- uh, Clint trope, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clint ah, likes Clint, yeah, Clint likes some very very conservative jazz. Like I say, I think he thinks that it like lost its it's soul when Miles uh, Davis went electric. Yes. What is the nature of your visit from Moscow? <laughs> <laughs> it's like some comedy yes, nerd. Specifically, Harvard is barren. Wait, who does he look like? I'm trying to think. Bit like John Oliver. Do you mind telling me what you're looking for? We've been to the Soviet Union several times in the past few months. Is that correct? So is this supposed to be speaking I've Russian been here now? Six times in the past few months. Nothing like this has ever happened. What's going on here? Oh, yeah. I apologize for the delay, Mr. Sprout. But as you must be aware, it is. It's just him talking as himself. It's a form that's a unique. <laughs> He's using a false name, but I guess he's still just like, I'm an American, I'm speaking the American language. Yeah, like, I was expecting him to be like, can do Russian? That <laughs> Russian would be, accent, that would be hilarious. very funny. This is, he's basically doing Sean Corey in the, the Red October. <laughs> I've never watched that, actually. Is that directed by Philip Noyce? Uh, John McTiernan. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, John McTiernan. Yeah, yeah, my following <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, Die Hard director, Predator director, and and former Scottish Labour advisor and to- Tony Blair advisor. <laughs> Man who knows about winning. Yeah, he knows all about winning. So he's just gonna speak like that, and he's been that and and that, that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought Clint, we were gonna see a different side to Clint. Yeah, we shouldn't have talked over the scene where they explain the entire fucking plot, like, because because I guess they I might have said. know the plot to this. You're film. gonna be an American. He, he's a spy. He goes steals the plane. He uses his brain mind to, to communicate yeah, with I have it. a feeling that they're going to try and bump him off. He's in this taxi and the driver looks kind of sketchy and he's looking back suspiciously at a car that appears to be tailing him. I suspect that this is the KGB. We also... There's a lot of very funny Russian names in this I wonder this where they shot Just a... Uh, I'm guessing not in the actual Russia. <laughs> what is tip? We do not have tip in our b- barbaric communist nation. <laughs> what the? Uh, what? what what's with that shot? What the fuck? It, lo- it looks like a surreptitious shot. It looks that like looks they like didn't have permission to film. They did not have to permission to film that. That was a surreptitious shot that, of, of the Kremlin. That's that was hilarious. That's like. It looks awful. It looked like the exterior scenes in Faulty Towers, which just fucking degrades by like five hundred percent. because I'm wondering, like, because there's some bits there where they're shot and it looks like okay, like 
Eastern European settings. But of course, obviously, this was still at the time of the Soviet Union. Yeah, so where have they this, shot this? This then? film was shot in Austria. <laughs> okay, I can. Okay, they'd have similar kind of like similar esque kind of architecture where they could pull it off and set dress it maybe to sort of. Yeah, that give it the that Soviet look, era. That looked like the real Kremlin, but that looked like they guerrilla style managed to get like one shot of actual Russia from the film. Did they? Did they like violate international treaties to, to get to, that to shot? To get Firefox. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Clint would be like, I don't care about the red tape, international law, all that pussy bullshit. <laughs> I don't care about the red tape or the red wall. <laughs> Let's spark. I a want dip- my shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spark a fucking diplomatic incident if it gets my fucking film made. <laughs> oh well, okay. That doesn't look like a very hospitable uh, place for him to stay. Lots of guards marching outside. It's a lot like a prison. <laughs> Mr. Seamus Milner has given us instruction for hacking Brexit. David Aronovich himself will be working on writing a lot of stupid bullshit to confuse and infuriate people. He is Sublovsky was that. Yeah, they're dropping some of the hilarious Russian names in this film right right now in this scene. Let's just just mention some of these Russian names. You got Buckholes. You got Pavel Uppenskoy. You got Dr. Semelovsky. Colonel Kontarsky. You got Gen- General Vladimirov, <laughs> Doctor Pior Peter. That's Peter. Peter. Peter Baranovich. You, you got Major Lanyev, Colonel Voskov. You got the sexy sounding Doctor Natalia Baranovich. Captain Seerbacker. That could be an American one. Air Marshal Air Marshal Kutuzov and Chief Two more. You got Chief Inspector Tortyev and Wolf Kaler as Wolf Kaler. No, that's not a character, that's an actor. As KGB chairman Andropov. So everyone's just like everyone's name ends with like of ski or bitch. <laughs> like what was that one like Vladimirov? Just like right, so Vladimir and of yeah, it was literally Vladimir of. What a lazy fucking Russian name. Smoking a cigar, it's pretty cool. Smoking a big old blunt with great weed. Out <laughs> there, weed is tight. Clint knows it. <laughs> I was never into that drug stuff, apart from the weed, of course. 
<laughs> it's not a drug. It's a plant. Pussies these days. They say weeds are weed should be legal. <laughs> I prefer the thrill of standing up to big government. Smoking a big fat one. Someone's gonna try and shoot off in the somebody eye. who looked at you the wrong fucking way. This is what's gonna happen. Someone's trying to off him. There's someone nearby, is there? Yeah, sorry, we better talk over this bit because there's no dialogue. Uh, so yeah, Clint is just like walking through. I mean, the cinematography is a bit better here because I guess they didn't have to like sneak a camera in a handbag in Russia. <laughs> so yeah, that's a nice exterior shot of somewhere in Vienna. <laughs> it's quite funny that Vienna, Vienna in the, like its actual German spelling that they use in Austria is it's like Wien. <laughs> Wiener. Like Vienna is such a lovely name, like beautiful. Like, good night, Vienna. I am new in Vienna, etc. But Ween is just like, what's his name? Anthony Weiner, the guy always gets his titular organ out. What? What? <laughs> he was, what? He was an American politician, Anthony Weiner. It was Anthony, I think, wasn't it? I don't know. He was, he was <laughs> married to Humor Aberdeen, who was uh, one of Hillary Clinton's closest advisors, and then he got like he they got eventually got I don't know if they got divorced, but they separated after he got like caught like for like the seventh time like sexting underage girls. Oh Christ, really? Yeah, classic Clinton crime family stuff, you know. <laughs> He's now walking past the train station. And I mean, he's definitely being tailed by some fucking Russian. Oh man, they're so challenging the man with no name shit here, the way he's smoking that cigar and blowing the smoke, and he's wearing a hat and all that kind of shit. <laughs> Big smoker in this film. It's heavy, heavy toker. How many followed you? There was uh, three of them on foot, and there's one car up above. What are they doing now, people? This is like fucking one of the steps is a return white to the Russians car. scum. The short like, one is wondering what to do. Anti communist pieces of shit. Of it now. I think he's frightened. I Look think you're a melt. I think he's the guy. What? His cigar, smoke it. <laughs> well, so that he, yeah, it's like so it will convince them. This completely different looking guy. <laughs> wow. Okay, these these guys suck. They're just completely like fucking that guy up just to like make. I don't know what as some kind of cup. What they like killed him. What? What are they doing? Why is Clint, like, working with these people? Just murdered this guy who seemed to be, like, perfectly happily going along That's with it. Bludgeoned his face in. Yeah, okay, you gotta, uh... 
I was like, oh, right, they're just roughing him up a bit to make it look convincing. It's like, no, they just beat him to death with the fruit thrown in his body in the river. That's <laughs> how it goes in Russia, you know? <laughs> Do they just smile after they threw his fucking corpse in the river? Do they just, like, smile at each other, like, job well done? And these are the American allies in Russia. De just detestable people. No moral fiber, no patriotism. Shocking. They don't stand up for Mother Russia. They don't think in Russian, you know, these people. They they are Russians with an American mind. The worst kind of mind. If even a mind at all. So they're... Oh, right, so... <laughs> oh right, so they just killed some guy and made it look like they killed Clint. And they're just like, how ah, well fuck you. This guy's like, oh okay, so what's my part of the plan then? Oh, I have to smoke a cigar, do I? Oh right, now let's... Uh, what's gonna happen? Oh, murdering me. Why is that pink? Why does it look pink, Tom? Can you explain as a filmmaker? God knows. God knows. It's gone green. Now. Yeah, there's a pink corridor now. It's green. Thing at the Warsaw Hotel. It's all arranged. You're not worried. Just stay calm. Who the fuck are these fucking scumbags? Typical CIA fucking murderers. So now he's in disguise as someone who looks like himself. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many layers to this shit, man. You know how people say, like, Rick it's and Morty? You know how people say, like, Rick and Morty and shit is, like, smart? These people obviously haven't fucking watched Clint Eastwood's Firefox. These fucking losers. Yeah, too many Grateful Dead concerts. He's having an acid flashback. I do all quite corner seventy seven flashing before my eyes. He's like, okay, right. Drum space that night was a little off, but I thought the pretty Peggyo was fantastic. Oh, he's made it onto the train real quick. So okay, well the, the bad guys. As in, not the bad guys who are his allies, but like the uh, the Russian patriots with strong moral fiber. They obviously have cottoned on. That guy is possibly a Russian patriot with strong moral fiber because he's noticed that something's up with this guy. He does not look Russian. He may think Russian, but certainly you wouldn't think so from looking at that Eastwoodian. Oh, but what? You can't smoke on Russian trains. I thought... Uh, I thought it was just like... Communism was just like everyone was smoking weed and like weed everywhere, weed on the trains. Great public services with weed. There's a guy with a beard. Maybe he's got some weed. 
he look, it looks a lot like a young Jeremy Corbyn. Slightly out of focus, but... That guy looks so much like Jeremy Corbyn from the way they shot him. So, yeah, this guy... So what is the deal with this guy? He wanted to smoke on there, so he obviously doesn't respect the rules. But no, but he didn't smoke, did he? So he does respect yeah. the rules. When the woman was like, no, no, you can't smoke. We all have collective responsibility to uphold certain truths, truth and facts. We've been really, just for the listeners, while there's this non-dialogue scene, we've been really enjoying uh, the folk song Pretty Peggy-O. We listened to like three, four Bob Dylan versions of it in a row. Uh, 93 wasn't very good. We weren't that into the 60s one from his debut album, but that song really shredded the 96, 98 versions. I enjoyed them thoroughly. Bob's Jam Band era. Uh, the 89 version was pretty decent. Yes. But obviously the dead really killed like that song in a good way. Your hair is darker. I was a little heavier then too. Same do it to the fine city I understand. It's nice summer, sir. Do not appear to be in the best of health. I've had stomach problems and food. Disgusting. The food's disgusting. Oh, it's fine. It's just a little rich for me. <laughs> Too much weird Russian shit. Mad Russian shit, as I fucking say. Right. I need to get back into it, make this an entertaining commentary. But I guess, you know, everyone who's watching this is watching their own copy of Firefox, or Clint Eastwood film, which they have. You look terrible, Mr. Lewis. I watched your performance. Who is this guy? Kill the real sprite like he's nothing, then you dump a cover. I did something like what I told Get yourself together. Okay, so Clint. Be more okay if you be on the way. Clint. Leave the station only when they are confident we have been served three or four times. Clint has a problem with the way that his scumbag traitor Russian turncoat allies kills that innocent, or probably scumbag traitor as well person. A sprog, as I believe Clinton's. Clinton? Clint. The Clint c crime family. Yeah. He's had a good piss. Possibly a good... You reckon Clint had a big shit there? Because of a bad food. Probably, probably pissed like a horse. Alright, uh, yeah, this guy. I don't like this guy anyway, so I'd be happy if the KGB get him. Handing him his bogus papers he probably stole from some guy he murdered and then threw in the river, and then who instantly floated up, and everyone was like, He is dead! Oh no, he, this guy I definitely did not just kill, he's dead! He's 
like, right, finally some alone time. Gets out his tape recorder, like, blasts that, like, super cut of 1977 Pretty Peggyos that any self-respecting person listens to. Oh, he's trying to do something wrong. Every day. Yeah, he, he's up to some shit because the, there's this Russian bastard who's clearly dressed in a leather trench coat and, oh. What's he, what's he doing? He's taking a massive shit. Oh, he's having... <laughs> He gen- genuinely he does was, I think just. He was look- having like one of those like PTSD PTSD yeah. moments. Can, can you wait a minute? I wipe my ass first. Yeah, what was he doing? He looked genuinely pained. I think he was having a PTSD moment. P. PTSD moment. Yeah. Your papers, please. In the toilet. Are you ill or maybe frightened? I've been having some stomach problems. Your papers are not in order. Oh no. Tip, it's going to be some bullshit yeah, red tape, bureaucracy yeah. shite. They are not in order. He's going to kill you, dude, if you don't make sure his papers are in order. Or maybe he's asking, that shit. he's asking for a bribe, I think. Possibly. Wait, what was he holding there? Oh right, yeah, Clint is beating the fucking <coughs> shit out of this guy. <laughs> oh, he's punching him with a gut, stamping on his hand so he can't get the gun. Nice one. All the good moves in here from Clint. Oh yeah, get that off. Oh my god, some brutal violence, brutal non-sex murders in this film. <laughs> broke his neck. Oh, he just broke his neck with a wooden pole, and before that, there was like the guy who just got his head fucking stoved in by Clint's horrible scumbag ally. You stupid American. <laughs> you killed him. He went for his gun, he knew. He's KGB. Do you understand what that means? Continue! Now go upstairs. Make your way quickly to the exit. <laughs> we cannot kill KGB, our professed enemies. <laughs> we, <laughs> dirty capitalist Russians, only kill innocent people. Pretend you're ill as before, understand? said my papers were in order. He was asking for a bribe. I was stopped by the KGB. My papers also were in order. Now get out of here. The minute they find this, no one will be allowed to leave the station. Clint. Go! Yeah, Clint's looking flustered. Like we said, he's like, what are you trying to like, kill the guy? I was, I was supposed to kill him. <laughs> and killing people is tight.
Don't speak that Russian bullshit to me. We gotta liven this up. We got. We're not saying anything. Okay. There's some. There's a picture of Lenin behind the guy there. <laughs> Never apologize to a Russian. I think he wants to bribe. Yeah. I think they're just basically saying these people, these fucking people. They say they're communists, but when it comes down to it, they all just self-interested pieces of shit like us oh he is looking pretty dead is this looking a lot like an erotic association accident not that i know from personal experience obviously my autoerotic asphyxiations have been successful because i'm still alive That is very mercurial of him. But you are free to continue your nocturnal sightseeing tour of us. <laughs> what? What was that about? He just like. He just felt like then he was like actually you know. That was completely. Uh, there was no clear motivation. Got out just in time as well, especially as the, the guard found the body. So he's. He's not, he's not locked down in the station. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this looks like a hospitable base of operations. They got a van. Got some boxes. They got some sacks of stuff. Your name is Boris Glazunov. You are married Boris Glazunov. You have two children, <laughs> a boy three and a little girl four years old. You live in a flat on the Miro Prospect, and you work for this company. You are my driver's mate. <laughs> Boris Glazunov. You work for the cars too. Boris Glazunov stays home today. You will take his place. Mr. Sprague served a purpose. You must remember, Mr. Sprague was a smuggler in heroin. He was not one of us. Ugh. I, I want to meet this guy. He sounds. I know, wait, wait, he was an anti communist scumbag. Never mind. I don't want to. I'm not just saying because he dealt heroin, he was cool. He would not look here. <laughs> but you could have been. Don't judge could, could, could. Don't judge a book by their cover. Just because yeah. they're a heroin dealer yeah. who's involved in anti-communist operations <laughs> in Russia to overthrow the Soviet Union, they may not entirely be a scumbag. 
Possibly. Yeah, I can buy. I'm the best there is. He, he, is the he is the best there is when it comes to flying planes, but can he fly the plane with his mind in Russian? <laughs> that's that's the crunch question, isn't it? Yeah. He's not even speaking Russian now, for fuck's sake. He, he's not. He's not spoken a single bit of Russian throughout the film, despite us being assured he's spoken it since childhood. <laughs> Yeah, be able to communicate it to a, a highly advanced plane via brain waves. Oh, his galaxy brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. You just go around like killing all your fucking allies. Just like. Letting them float upstream like a meter away from people and then yelling yourself, Oh my god, they're dead! <laughs> so far, um, Clint just looks incredibly confused. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. just like, there's this look of like appalled horror on his face. Wow, that guy's got a phone in his car. Russians really had it all. They're very technolo te technically, technologically advanced. <laughs> in in nineteen eighty two or seventy seven, whenever this film is actually set, I guess it's, it doesn't need to be set in any particular year because I don't in the think, general cold. Yeah, and I don't think it was ever a real thing. <laughs> the the Russian thinking fighter jet thing. More tales. Lots of tales in this film. Lots of I don't mean tale. I don't think in the Clint Eastwood sense that he'd say, "Oh, there's a lot of tale in here." There's not been a single woman in this film so far. I don't think, but not that I'm saying. And if I would you refer to women that way, I respect women very much. I actually prefer Donna as a member of the Grateful Dead to Brent. Thank you, thank you. I know you're all embarrassed. What it. He just did, said, did, what, what is it you choose anyway? Clint, Clint just said that, yeah. Ah, oh, what? I missed the thing he said after that. I wonder if the thing he said after that, what is it with you choose thing, was even more offensive. We can't rewind because we, everyone will lose their place in the sink. <laughs> well, Clint, never assume, my friend. Never judge a book by its cover. I don't know why you thought that guy was Jewish. Yeah, that's such a fucking obvious tale. My god. In American films, occasionally you'd be always driving around in cars like that. <laughs> in Rocky IV. Oh yeah, that's the other, the only other commentary we've ever done, isn't it? No, we did The Room as well, sorry. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish we'd have done a tightrope commentary for brutal sex murders. But, you know, we were lured by the promise of kinky sex, but we were kind of let down. This is... This is most curious. 
It was pretty boring, wasn't it? Where yeah. I can't believe they lured us like that. I don't know, but we can certainly find out. No. I want you to stay back. You follow them until they reach the checkpoint. The is in the <laughs> 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 They're just like, yeah, the Russians are super anti-Semitic. They're just like, these guys are basically the Nazis. Do they think Clint's a Jew? The photographs are being taken now. The KGB is in the door. For the listeners, Tom, what are you eating here? Milky bar. Milky bar. That's fucking on brand. All right. Oh yeah. You have the milky bar. Great guys. Great Leon Sprog, fuck's sake, Sprog. Ah. He just caved the guy's face in so he was unrecognisable. Jesus, that's even more brutal than it looked. I have a wife. Did I tell you that, Gant? You didn't mention you sat on to say cunt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell you that cunt. She's educated. Before she married me. She's been in prison for 12 years for demonstrating against the invasion of Czechoslovakia. <laughs> not a tanky, I guess. <laughs> for, you, for the literal definition of not well being a tanky. I spent the last 12 Trump. years trying to be worthy of her. No, I mean, I think I'm balanced here. Invasion was probably wrong. I mean, I look. I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a moot historical point. <laughs> okay, someone's getting the shit beaten out of them with, with boxing gloves. Brutal. Right in the fucking face. What is it? What a melt. You have killed him. But you pressed. <laughs> <laughs> it did look, yeah, that's like the third brutal beating in this. But. What does that mean? He was ordered to stay at home today. That's all he knew. He would have told us under the, uh, the pentatol if he's anything to tell us. <clears throat> Very well, Mikri. Contact the tail car. Have the van stop. I'm trying to guess, I'm trying to think where I saw it. That the the mm. I've seen him over things before. Like he was there. Top of those really waiting for me after this turn Yes, on that road. Let me see. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the name of any characters. So I can't tell you. I think maybe the guy I said the actionable stuff about is Freddy Jones. It's okay, it's not it's not really actionable because he's dead. He died in 2019, so he dodged a bullet there. 
Good job, my uh, Blu-ray didn't arrive earlier. <laughs> that's a surprisingly big sound wave for that sneeze. I bet that's very unpleasant to listen to. How long is this film again? An hour and 30 minutes. Sorry, uh, 130 minutes. <laughs> okay, it's only an hour and 30 We'll survive. Shit, I mean, maybe the shit would be, be better edited. No one wants to fucking watch Firefox by Clint Eastwood. I don't know, maybe there's like 10% of our 100 hardcore fans, 10 people might watch it, just to listen to us talk along to it, having a bit of an existential crisis, if, if, if a podcast falls in a forest, does anyone hear it? No, and if a podcast happens and uh, nobody hears it, did it happen? Last video, Dr. Zamorowski. Where have you been? You were checked through the guard post more than an hour ago. Damn, the car broke down. No, the car broke down. You don't let that happen. You don't solve the problem of the Moscow. My fellow communists, <laughs> am I right? Just happens, you know. Relatable experience with our poor communist bureaucracy, messing up, meaning inefficiency, plagues, our wonderful capitalist inventions. Like cars. <gasps> don't say that, don't say they work you too hard. You cannot question the, uh, the, the, the will of the... the Proletariat. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so that fucker sold him out. Is Clint in the booth? I missed it. <coughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, you got a little bit of a headache, so you got distracted. But <gasps> no, there's a tail. There's a goddamn tail. So there's not only are the scum. No, not the scum. Sorry, but people I like the KGB informed, but also. There's a tail. By the way, I've realised that's deceptive. Uh, it we're not uh, an hour into the film because um, we recorded like a fifteen-minute intro. Yeah, I was. I thought. I just think that immediately. After yeah, I saw we, where we were at fucked anyway. ourselves up with this shit. I'm almost looking forward to Neil Breen, Neil Peen now. Hey, trust me, you're gonna get a lot of laughs out of that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just. This is just yeah. very drab, isn't it? It's. it's it doesn't rest much on the. Clint's just seemed very confused by what's happening so yeah. far. He's only he's only really brought out his kind of action uh, chops. I find a lot of spy films are just boring as fuck. Yeah. Like it's pointless, and dreary. Very few, very few. Nothing very happens. Dumb. They're not like action films. It's like because there's the action's so spaced out. Yeah. And like the it's just there's so much convoluted jargon and stupid high concept bullshit and dumb this is like a prime example of it literally with the, the high tech 
explain, isn't it? Like the what? Sorry. You say you said that because of the um, a lot of them are what, slowed down by the high concept bullshit. Yeah, high concept. This is like prime example for that. Yeah. Exactly. Now well, these people look just. I am. I am nice resistance fighter, sheltering brave dissident Clint Eastwood. I have kindly face. The the actor there is uh, what's his name? Oh. I smile warmly at you and invite you into my home. I am a member of neo-Nazi organization. I really despise Soviet Union and want it to fall so that the thousand-year Reich can commence Mother Russia. Oh, he's still on that. I forgot what we were talking about. So there's a car chase happening. Like, I think Clint's in the boot of the u- ugly bearded guy who murders innocent people. Not innocent. Nigel Hawthorne. Yeah. Isn't he? Uh, no, that's Nigel. Hawthorne. Yeah. yeah. The Wild Thorn Boys. Um, who? What's Nigel Hawthorne in? Who's in uh, a? Oh yeah, yeah, about Brit- British actor. Yeah. Okay. I think there's a lot of Brits in there. Theatre and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of Brits. I think that guy I said was a paedophile is, is British. <laughs> Which, but you know, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, paedophile. No evidence, but it makes sense. No, no I mean, if it's British, what more evidence do you need? Then? I'm playing to the American audience here. Oh, cool, blimey, governor, I'm British and I'm a paedophile. You know, that's, see, that's what the Americans want. They eat that stuff up. Just show a kid from the by mouth and there'll be more Cunts! than happy. <laughs> Where's my fucking gear? I mean, like we say, he did steal Ray's gear. Ray identified the culprit of the gear theft correctly. He's just that who on the estate is more, most likely to steal his gear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was like, I, I just love to know how Gary Oldman directs. Sorry, we've moved away from Firefox. But it, yeah, they're explaining some stupid jargon bullshit yeah, now. Yeah. The plan is here. Yeah, they've got a map and it shows like the plan of a building or some shit. So they're, they're they're lot, there's a lot of scenes like this, isn't there? That fucking guy looks a bit like Raphael there. <laughs> he's plotting to me. He's like, so if you look at the diagram, it shows that shoes are not shaped like feet. The <laughs> diameter of a shoe is very suspicious. There are a number of rockets, all with good rockets. I have a feeling because this guy is coded as like very kindly and good, but he's gonna get brutally killed. Not probably brutally sex murdered, but just get brutally killed. Probably get his head beaten in. That seems to be what they love in this film: just people getting a fucking life beaten out of people's necks on yeah. a, on a, in a toilet um, sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just people getting fucking brained. <laughs> You need this weapon. An alarm will sound off when we're ready. What you see there will enable you to enter the cockpit and crawl the aircraft out of the hangar. And to remember what I told you about the feet. Hi, <laughs> uh, here he is. If uh, my colleague here were to submit some photographs, would it delay our priority search? No, sir, the computers can accommodate it. Very well. 
quite a symbol in the background there. A uh, yeah, look, look, glorious symbol. Yeah, some nice hammer and sickles uh, spicing up the Austrian locales in this film. You were saying, yes, I was saying that we did not realize it was an agent until tonight. Just anything to just, you see, this man died at the hand of his own associate. Anything to top up the set dressing, just a little bit more convincing. Yeah, yeah. But the left side, how does that make him a foreign agent? I wonder what led to Clint being like. Uh, yeah, I, I want to do a film like this at this point in my career. I think, yeah, probably just trying it again. Makes a lot of films. The Iger sanction didn't really work, and I think he thought that maybe, you know, I. A lot of actors who were kind of they play these big macho roles. They want a kind of Bond franchise. They want to be Bond. And if you're American, you can't really be Bond. So you gotta you gotta like create your own franchise. And this, the the what's he called in this fucking film? Like cunt or something. Dieter von Cunt. So far, he's kind of apart from being in one one fight scene. So far, he's. Kind of just been sort of standing around and just sort of yeah, looking mildly confused, sm smoking loud, hiding in boots. Making the odd anti-Semitic comment. So the the, the film is. Oh, what's the painting on the wall? Cows. I think, yeah, I think it's some milk. Yeah, it's like a cow, but it's like buffalo. There's a sexy woman milking a cow. Yeah, it could be like bison or something. So I'm just laughing at like the film and shooting next. Yeah, maybe we should have done the commentary for the fucking Neil Breen film. <laughs> Jesus. We, we could do. Yeah. Those two are getting killed for sure. They're not going to make it to 2.30, I don't think. The first set of coordinates will put you in contact with the commercial flight from Moscow. As soon as they make visual sight, and it appears that your flight stalled, people will set inside. What happens if I'm late? Are you going to see? Did we kind of cut, see? Did he really do any other kind of like film like this after? Not after, I don't think. Yeah, I think his only other espionage thriller, to my knowledge, is the Iger Sanction. People are probably going to watch this and be, well, anyone who listens to this will just be like, well, this film sounds like boring old pile of shit, but the Iger Sanction sounds kind of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just to clarify, the Iger Sanction is not really fire, but um, it has some memorable bits, if I recall. Is, is it like a very, as you say, loose espionage plot structured around Kent doing his own stunts? Yeah, but again, he, he, he is... He can't do espionage films. Like he always go, goes for like this kind of languorous pace, and just it never works. I'm, I, you know, I'm not a big espionage thriller guy anyway. I like like, the spy came in from the cold. Yeah, 
a sick film, but not that many others. Yeah. I thought the thing that Park Chan Wook did recently, where it was a John Le Carre thing, where Michael Shannon played um, a Mossad guy, I thought that was pretty good. This vicious dog that just drowned me out talking about Michael Shannon playing a Mossad guy. Sorry. Oh yeah, Clint's dressed as a Russian. He's smoking a cigarette now. As long as he's smoking. He's talking Russian. Huh? Oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> he just did the classic <laughs> Mama No Name spit tobacco out. Well, he didn't. I don't think he had any tobacco in his mouth. He did the classic. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Have they not got filters in Russia? They're like, well, filters for cigarette or Western decadence. He just spit the tar out. Yes, be you if you put marijuana in your uh, in your cigarette in secret agent as it is known, uh, then filter or filters out THC. Not good idea for smoking loud. Speaking of loud, oh, that helicopter is um, probably looking out for western traitors, I imagine. He's walking out in Fenario. He looks kind of like a captain. He might fall in love there it is. with a lady the like a dove. Oh wow, that looks high tech as fuck. It's got stupid pointy angles that would be probably really impractical aeronautically speaking. Got tough guys with guns guarding what's with the, it. What's with the soundtrack? The soundtrack is emphasizing how ominous it is that the Russians possess this kind of military capacity. Got a big red star on it. Blaring synth music. Blaring synth music. Blair like instrument of mass destruction and death. your permission, I've ordered a dog from the guards of security gate three uh, to search the trees in the surrounding area. Good blinking. Well done, Captain. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> do they think he's a Russian guy? Because that was uh, definitely an American accent. Yeah. I don't know why I never noticed Clint's mole above his mouth. That's not a thing that he, he always has. Let's have a look. I didn't notice it before. I've never noticed that as an Eastwood feature. Let me look, let me look up some pictures of him. Yeah, yeah, he has got a little mole above his mouth. Yeah, okay, I never noticed that. Well... Still a hot guy. Aged 91. Yeah, look. Fair play to him. Oh. Clint's beating this Russian piece of shit up. Oh no, is it a woman? No, it's not a woman. It's just 
a guy. What if he's about to do that? What's he doing? Yeah, he didn't do anything. Oh. He's had mercy. He's just gonna like chain him up, handcuff him to the bed or something. Right, Tom. I thought of a bit. Go on. I need a piss, but I don't want to pause anything because it's a recording. So. I'm gonna go for a piss, and you are gonna be a professional and take up the mantle of literally describing everything you see on screen to the listener oh, while, while I'm pissing. With this dull espionage. Fill, yeah, fill up the airwaves. I want, you know, I want to look at the file afterwards and see sound wave upon sound wave. <laughs> Clearly, you talking while I'm out pissing. Okay. Cool. So, listeners, I trust that you're in good hands. So, Pintis was currently having a shower. In a tiled room, it's re it's all red and there's like steam. Looks like a <laughs> And now, uh, King George is um, from the experimental technical storage making notes director. about the Firefox aircraft. Uh, yes. Look at it. When's anything gonna happen in this fucking movie? Oh, he's from. I remember where that guy's from now. The Russian guy you see on screen there in the uniform. He's. He's, I'm pretty sure he's in the third Star Wars film, Return of the Jedi. I think they're disappointed about something. Something's not quite gone right. He's obviously like a guy who works. Oh, so he's like he's one of the main scientists who's working on the Firefox plane technology, and he's giving Clint Eastwood inside access. But they're sussing out that he might be linked to Clint Eastwood. Oh, this is just it's hurting my brain. In my brain watching this because it's just so draining dull. Right, so someone's handing someone a document and they've got photographic evidence to prove it. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? He had that long to. He had enough time to be able to sketch out the person he saw? Search the security oh, building. Search the security with you. Search the hangar. Search every closet, every stateroom, in every building. He's here. I know him. Sure. <laughs> so Kenny's was currently now in the shower with a gun again, <laughs> and someone's come into. Colonel Vasco. Colonel Vasco. Welcome back. Thank you, I'm back. What did I miss? So there's a shower scene. Oh, he's naked. It's an emergency condition. Security check. Your identification, comrade colonel. Naked, Clint. I'm taking a shower now. I don't want to be disturbed. Uh, Sorry, comrade colonel, but there's a saboteur on the loose. We're certain of it. Sorry, her comrade colonel. Why am I saying her? I'd be disturbed. Some fucking... Sorry. This comrade is fucking Colonel. Germany. Herr Comrade Colonel. <laughs> Why do you have American accent? <laughs> Why am I speaking English language right now? Dodged a bullet there, Clinton. Yeah, but I'd stay clear of Russian baths because, you know, some couple of guys might just come at you with very sharp knives. <laughs> if you've 
listen to Gapecast or seen a much less oh, well known. Oh no, he's had another David Cronenberg film. It's happening again. Oh, Vietnam that... flashbacks. No. I guess, I guess when they came to rescue him with the napalm that for some reason he was immune to, they killed that little girl who was just looking at him. <gasps> oh my god, the colonel is this American guy. Who would have thought it? Just Guys, uh, from he's the guy whose face fucking melts in fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Remember nice that? One. Yeah. I think he is. I think that's the actor who plays that character. In. His fucking face melts up. <laughs> and what him. a face to melt! Yeah, it looks like I can visualize the melting face now. Because in the film he has like a shirt tie, trench coat, and a, like a top hat. It's like a, yeah. He's, he's like a sort of like Nazi sort of. Um, yeah, he basically is in this as well. Right wing counter revolutionary. <laughs> oh. I want to know immediately. Apparently, it's masked up. I will take it in now. The Russians in this are basically just coded as like Nazis. They're like, Herr, Herr Führer, the Jews. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> the film is lodged in the idea that Russians make disparaging comments about uh, Jewish people. Mm. Guy's got Andy Burnham eyebrows. Are you there? Yeah, he looks a lot like Richard Bergen. <laughs> does he? <laughs> he does. He looks like, no offence to Richard, but like if he lost pounds and had a different haircut. Come on. Obviously, sir. He knows our planes are aircraft as well as anyone. It's very Bergen-y face. Perhaps he intends a close inspection of the MiG-31. Cannot be here for that. <gasps> Surely not. He, 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 he couldn't hope to get away with it. There was no way this man could fly a plane with his Thank mind. <laughs> the American big, big dog. dog. And no one is to be let near the aircraft. No one. You understand? Uh. Oh, shit, Prince. Started a decoy already. Oh wait, no, but he's too busy. Yeah, he's just too busy taking a shit in the shower. He's just like, I'll leave you something to remember me by. Coded as like very kindly. Oh shit! Oh, oh fuck! Oh no! They 
he shot the counter ray of his gun. I was saying earlier how when you Google Firefox, it comes up with this film before it does the program Firefox, because obviously they're just like, we don't want people using one of Chrome's competitors, so Google has rigged the shit so that this obscure, shitty, fucking dated Cold War thriller comes up first. I knew that he was going to get killed because he was too good and pure for this evil communist oh, world. No. And so his wife's extra killed. I think yeah, he's alive right now, but I, he may well die. Uh, she is definitely dead. He doesn't, he doesn't look very painful being shot in the back. No, so. he's just like, I'm sleepy. And, uh, yeah, he's dead now. Yeah, <laughs> That was a terrible death. I swear that guy's a good actor as well. Yeah, he is, yeah. I'm trying to look up what he's in. Maybe this was just a paycheck. Oh, I'm sure it was for everyone. <laughs> I'm sure it was for the director and star, Mr. Clint Eastwood. Literally, literally, in the moments size, before, the, the order was, no one near the plane. Like, Make sure your eyes are always on the fucking plane. Yeah. And everyone's distracted. I guess there was a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Can't they hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, this is like a supersonic jet. He's in there disguised and they can't hear the, the engine turning on the top gear. It's an old, old ass reference. A right wing ass reference. Mitchell Gant. The totally non ridiculous, non made up name. Mitchell Kuntz. <laughs> would, would they rather just like shoot the plane down than not let the American have it? Good question. Okay, now. <laughs> now he's outside of the ship. Yeah. He's just like, what? I swear it's a different time of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say. What? What the fuck happened there? What? It, it just suddenly, it, the sun rose in like one second. <laughs> now it's like daylight. Look, <laughs> it's actual daylight. It's, it's almost day for that, that. Okay, that's a different time of day. <laughs> or maybe it's just like really bad quality footage. They can't do exterior oh, shots in this film. That faulty tower shit again. Oh no, this this like <laughs> mustachio piece of shit. Oh what what a that stupid shot fucking awful. shot. Why is he there? Why why is he stuck for? Oh right, he's running away from. Uh, a gang of uh, people chasing him. Yeah, well, I think the game's up, old chap. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, Clint, Clint's got. <laughs> that is such terrible animation. Oh, God. That is, uh, oh, my word. What? <laughs> Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> that, oh, wow. Uh, Meaning of 
like, why are we here? What's life all about? Some, yeah, getting monetized from the meaning of life lies. That was some awful effects. Sir, airborne early warning radar Even reports signs of a staggered sector scramble. Northern and Southern Border Squadron, Red Air Force. Mike's command is monitoring signs. By Jove, he's done it. Communications what was the budget for the Red Banner Fleets, Northern and Southern. Predicted 21 million dollars. Not sure what that is adjusted for inflation. Yeah, it grossed 46 million. He's done it! Almost 47. Wow, this but that was actually the largest budget ever for Malpaso. Of that amount, over $20 million is spent on special effects, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> that fucking cute, terrible shot, this was what they spent millions of dollars on. Like, and they used a million dollars to shoot, like, 90% of a movie. Because I'm guessing the rest of the movie is just this now, basically. I guess this, yeah, this is the tech this is the tech aspect <laughs> of the tech thriller an hour and 30 minutes into our commentary we finally got to the tech shit 20, like really 20 million dollars and you get a shot of a, of a, a commercial plane looking that bad as a special <laughs> yeah to reiterate of the 20 million dollar budget sorry of the 21 million dollar budget the largest ever for Clint Eastwood's Malpaso production company. 20, over $20 million was spent on special effects. And just up until now, however, an hour or whatever into the film, we have had no scenes with special effects of any kind in. Practically, yeah. <laughs> okay, practically. Which scenes have special effects in? Yeah, go ahead, I'm listening. Actually, probably none to <laughs> When I think about it, um, oh no, um, that I'm pretty sure there's a shot of a commercial plane that you see when he's like um, flying to a like, destination that uh, pretty yeah. bad. And also the Vietnam flashbacks. Oh yeah, like the, the napalm bombing scene and you see the silhouette of a someone in the, yeah <laughs> yeah some of the stock footage shit some of the clearly like animated shit oh and then the shot when uh, Kent walks out in front of a green screen in oh the god I'm yeah sure it's like the Russian red square or something the, yeah the shot of of, uh, of, of St. Peter's church is it yeah. the Kremlin is probably mistaken just like it looks like it's like a Dutch angle shot out of like the window of the car before we got cycled back over Bilyarsk and the alternative? You will not be allowed to hand over the MiG-31 to the security services of your country. Do not allow that to happen. I understand. I'm sorry, sir, but I can't do that. <laughs> you will not, of course, make it to wherever you are going. We'll see Good about that, sir. I like how Clint, like, respects okay, the office. Even if he's a Russian piece of shit, he's like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. So, oh my god. 
This special effect, the shit, the way that, that they removed the cocaine from Neil Young's nose in the last waltz was like 500 times better special effects than this shit. <laughs> Sorry, what? Oh, right, the last waltz, the band's famous final show that Martin Scorsese had a concert There was a lot of cocaine backstage. Neil Young just like shoved his face into a big pile of coke, apparently, and he, he just had it like just a huge like chunk of it, and, like stuffed up his nose, and from me, I. You could see it very, very visibly. So Scorsese spent like I think millions of pounds, uh, dollars, uh, recruiting the production company that did the special effects for Star Wars uh, to use state-of-the-art digital soft, uh, digital technology to remove the cocaine from Neil Young's nose. And I got to say, it's completely seamless. <laughs> you would never, you would never know. <laughs> But, but Robbie Robertson, that is mad. the resident prick of the band and producer of the film, uh, said that was the most expensive cocaine I ever bought. It appears, in fact, that he is heading direct south. We shall sight him within the hour. Uh, what is the uh, range of the uh, aircraft? 3,000 miles, maximum. Who thought for such a high-tech plane they would have built in a South strip boat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if an American dog gets in, you want to... Sir, you'll need to know only one thing from you. What do you wish done on a plane? Just one thing I ask of you. Please forget you knew my name, my darling sugar bee. Dead reference there to the heads. Constant temperature minus 31 and holding. Communication just picked this up only minutes ago. Right, sir. Plane language picked up by the operator listening in on the Soviet airline frequency. And he was spotted yeah. northwest right. of Volgograd. Almost tore the nose off the airline before they lost sight of him. The pilot was screaming his head off before they told him to keep quiet. Good show. Good show. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> Unlike that bloody operator neutry. That I predict will come into action in 30 years' time. <laughs> 20, more like 30. Uh, let's see what this thing can do. No, more like 30. Terrible special effects. What the fuck is this? Oh, How do you think they did that, Tom? <laughs> that looks like they just like got a picture of some landscapes and just like dangled it. Fucking uh, plane model over it. But how, how do you think they did this? <laughs> the they, they, they basically strapped a camera on the front of one and then um, they sped up the footage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, probably. And then probably shot it at a certain frame rate to kind of create so it doesn't speed up and look too weird, maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah. Then they put the footage in like the, the mirror of the, like the plane that Clint Eastwood's in. Potentially. Or his stomach double. I was just thinking out loud. If you could you find us a hindrance and would prefer to continue on your own? Oh, you, you can't continue on your own in communist Russia. In communist Russia, your own continues with you. On you. If the Americans reckon it's accurate, it is a fine pilot. Perhaps you do their best. 
You must assume that he would have seen the airline on his way to plenty of times and avoided the sighting. I believe now that he was deliberately seen heading south. It's a good, oh, it's going to be this, isn't it, for the rest of the film, people in, like... We need to stop the plane. He's heading south, send out this many jets. <laughs> Clint Eastwood blows jets up. We need to send more in. Where's he now? This is He's a, over Scandinavia. This reminds me of, like, the series, uh, the episodes of Archer that I was watching last night, where, like, I guess it's set, like, just pre-World War Two. And there's like this Nazi pilot who comes up, he's just like a total brick, and he like shot Archer's plane down like five times over Spain, he just keeps shooting Archer out the sky. I wonder if there's, Clint has a similar relationship. And in fact, in fucking Archer, have they, it's a bit Archer people watch Firefox, because like, in Archer he keeps having like PTSD flashbacks of just like, this Nazi shooting him out of the sky. <laughs> he always has to jump out of his plane in, in, in a parachute. There has been an unidentified countries from an overflying aircraft traveling at more than Mach 2 picked up on our mobile unit West Borsk. Yes. Yes, of course. We have him now. He lives protection of the units. Live as much to the north as he can. Now. And give me confirmation of this report, quickly. Uh, Trace confirmed, sir. Aircraft which refused to demand for identification heading northeast into the mountains. They lost the trace in 30 seconds, but they confirmed heading and speed. Well, Just so people can hear the process. Starting a fire. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to get some kindling going. <coughs> Is utilizing the eastern slopes of the Urals, apparently in an effort to match Ah, there we go. That was a terrible, like, flame stuff. Quite clever, as I may say so. But it don't compliment that American fuck. Quite clever about it. You may not say so. Most likely the Gulf of Orp or the Gulf of Kara to the west. And there we can track him, sir. Despite his radar immunity. How? By heat source, physics source. Yes. Alert Wolfpack border squad on North Coast. Alert all missile sites along the first fire chain. Instruct them to train their infrared weapon aiming system ahead of and There's the not been any special effects for like several orders. minutes. They've spent twenty the million dollars on fuck all. Maybe necessary for a Soviet aircraft it's to um... target for the missiles. Did you give that order? Of course. There we go. We got the special effect shots. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That Ronald Lacey guy who's in this is in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark as Arnold Ernstot. <laughs> what a Nazi Should name. Be reaching the Gulf of SD now. agent. Sorry. Stormbannafura. Arnold Ernstot. And also the Bishop of Bath and Wells in Blackout 2. Single aircraft higher up to the starboard. Probably a Badger reconnaissance class. What about the kindly bearded guy? I'll take her up. Was that Nigel Hawthorne? Yeah. <laughs> oh, from fucking Yes Minister. Uh oh. Oh, shit, well, that guy. They're homing in on my exhaust. The way to go is to make the Badger hotter than me. For Badger. What's I've been? I've clearly, <laughs> I've clearly missed some key terminology. This is hilarious. Every time there's a bit of special effects. Actually. Four seconds. 
Helmet firing system locked in. Sky deep here, they reckon. <laughs> <laughs> That is, okay, that's a drawing. <laughs> I guess they used seconds. some real aerial shots and then just <laughs> oh, <my laughs> the, the, the rapid pan into the, the drawing, the photograph with drawing on it. <laughs> yeah, Clint just eviscerated some Russians, just liquidated them. Well, that's it. We might as well all go home. We don't know. The hell we don't know. You tell me. An explosion over the Cairo Gulf? Why come here, is it? A reconnaissance plane reported? We don't know! Please, Bowers. Really? Then what was all that coded stuff we intercepted between Bilyarsk and the fire chain stations? They got him, Aubrey. They blew his ass right out of the sky. <laughs> I don't know. That could mean they didn't get him. <laughs> so that guy's yeah. facial expressions. <laughs> this guy here. Think that we the guy is the smart guy. Mother one to begin transmitting the signal. He's right nodding away, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. No. <laughs> what is this deal? <laughs> well, it turns it's out. Spy passed right over its head. <laughs> I do know Nigel Hawthorne, but he's not who yeah, I, I thought I recognised him. I'm going to take her down low to avoid an infrared fix. <laughs> That's an okay shot. It is That's you an who okay shot. There. <laughs> you who has failed in bringing down the McCarthy one. <laughs> it's just all uh, bitter recriminations here in the I'm Russian command center. What about your plan? This trap, as you call it, and a failed general. Oh, don't call him a failed general. He'll fuck. He's gonna Have you ever been to Siberia before? <laughs> Because that's where you're going. Sir, now uh, give me a computer projection of the new heading base for the sighting. Request the Riga to hold her present position. Sir, I send a general alert to all ships of the Red Banner, please. Prepare them for alteration of Gant's expected course. Give them that course. What is the prediction of Gant's fuel supply? The computer predicts less than 320 kilometers or so. How is that? What are your thoughts? General. I can't check I in case I accidentally pause it. We're an hour and 45 Maybe into the recording. The there's like 15 minutes of... Uh, so there's like about another... Still a fucking hour... No, not an hour. 30, 40 minutes left. 30, 40 minutes, okay. Fine. What is there else to show? More, more cutting edge special effects, oh. man. More, yeah. Reserve tanks now. Switched in a few minutes ago. God, it would have been funnier to do a commentary on the gauntlet. That one. Mother one never made it. Well, let's just say we gave it one hell of a try. Well, that's that's English. Is the plane not crashing because he's blatantly talking to himself in English? Target does not appear to be taking avoiding action, Captain. He will. Can't take evasive action. I'm too low on fuel. So they said both avoiding action and evasive action. Then they're showing the Russians just using stupid, simple language while Quinn is like, I know evasive is a word, not just avoidant. Homing device just activated. 
Estimated 140 miles out. Jesus, he's fucking like reading the phone book here. He's sleepwalking through this shit. He gets to do it while sat down as well. Just in a stationary fucking plane cockpit. I hope it burns up the sky. Yeah, it destroys the Earth's atmosphere. Picking up choppers now. I think I'll take one out. He sounds fucking high. He's this is very kind of uh, gotta blow the Mars sky now. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Whoa. Okay, right. He uh, has caused a major explosion on, on the ship now. This is the guy who punched someone to death repeatedly. <laughs> do you do not seem to be in agreement with the sending of the second uh, prototype, uh, General Vladimirov? I, I am in agreement. Then what then? You can see where the, the budget was spent. It's a lot, you know, there's a very similar kind of scene shot in, in kind of like spaces like this. Yeah, and yeah. And then it, all the money's gone on the special effects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unidentified aircraft missiles fired. Ma'am? The aircraft appeared to be carrying some kind of drone tail unit which detached and ignited. So, what uh, do you intend to do now, General Vladimirov? The first <laughs> priority for Secretary is to order the takeoff of the MiG. Yes, that is done, General. And next, order the Riga to order Corps to head north and evacuate the MiG at all possible speed. What else? Scramble the Pulitzer's quarters immediately. Instruct them to proceed to the predicted landfall of the MiG on the permanent ice tank. All of them to begin searching for any possible landing sites or fuel dumps. The permanent ice tank, General Vladimirov? Yes, Sir Secretary, it is the only place he can possibly refuel now. There is no mother vessel. Sir, the MiG is approaching takeoff. Right, apologies, I got distracted there for a minute. But I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm fully engaged with this fucking bullshit. So if a Russian's just like packed out an identical plane to, to take care of him. I think he's in the standard Russian plane. Oh right, yeah, the Russians have got very sophisticated mind control planes, uh, as we know. Standardized. Fourteen thousand and climbing. 
going to let you talk while I go for a piss. Okay, well, I don't, I don't know what to say. So <laughs> this is going to be... Trust me, I was uh, to find we, stuff to we say. Had, we had drums earlier where Tom... Um, now it's time. Sorry, now it's time for space. Some people, like Tom, rely on weak indulgences like words to convey their message. Not so when it comes to me. My music tells my story. And sometimes I just want to completely deviate from the task at hand and not offer salient insights into... Clint Eastwood's film Firefox, but three miles to, your to play space with a long interval between it and drums to really capture a kind of lightning-in-a-bottle improvisational spirit. This is absolute garbage you're listening to. Tom walking out has really... I don't think I can manage on my own. He's the professional. I'm just a chancer. Coming in an awful hurry, sir. He must know what he's doing. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Um. Okay, this bit is so. I just just to. Just, just, just to reiterate, Clint Eastwood. There's still like some special effects shit going on right now. Like, just, 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 you know, errant nonsense. Uh, load of rubbish, really. Continued my improvisational stream longer instead of just sitting here, I mean, ring. Um, 
truck line. You'll be surprised. I actually um, check the tires and the windshield, will you? Uh, the dispiriting commentary. Yeah, it might be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I'm sure you did a lot better than I did. Exactly. You know, sometimes you put your heart and soul into... Let me put it like this. So there's a story of Jerry Garcia late in the dead's career. Bruce Hornsby, who was playing with a band, asked him, Jerry, what are you doing tonight, man? Where were you? You weren't fucking there. And Jerry said... Man, you don't understand 30 years of burnout. And I say to you, the listener who's like, this is poor product from the RP crew, I say, man, you don't understand 200 episodes of burnout. Tom's watching shit, probably pornography on his phone. Vile, depraved shit. Sixty miles out, constant bearing, increasing range, a collision course straight for us, sir. Any idea who it is? I know, sir. Range is too far. <laughs> Tom Disso sent us a, a, a headline from the Spokane Press in Washington, October fifteenth, nineteen ten. Contortionist cow steals own milk. <laughs> Contortionist. I guess. Also, according to the AWL, saying free Palestine is anti-Semitism. Well, whatever. It's a mad type of politics, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, whatever. Oh, there's some stuff I can't wait to uh, catch up with with that fucking sellout Charlotte Nichols rationalising her massive turn to the right. Sorry, I got bored with the film and started checking group DMs. I'm sorry, I'll get I'll, I'll get uh, back on track. Large ice floes around me. The refueling ship is undoubtedly a submarine. That is the sole eye contact the Riga has made. What, the, uh, the aircraft has landed, Vladimir? Yes, first secretary, the aircraft has landed. And how would you, uh, choose to investigate this sonar contact, Vladimir? How would you Recall milk a cow? Wants the but how would the cow milk itself? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you do not understand because you Russians have impure blood. You do not understand the way of the cow. That's what you got to do with gapes. You got to start off whispering and then just build to a pitch of absolute hysteria. <laughs> okay, that guy is doing some real gape-style hysteria. You will use my gape style. Repeat your message, please. Ilford style. Ilford <laughs> style. Ilford style. It's like I'm just thinking Gangnam, of... like Gangnam style. No, I'm like I'm thinking of Shaolin style and Wu Tang style. Oh right, okay. I don't know. Do, yeah, Gangnam style. I I instinctively didn't like it because it was a pop song and I was like, it's, it's racist. And someone was like, no, it's not. It's made by a Korean. It's not racist. I was like, oh. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> I thought it was worth a try. <laughs> try and get it cancelled. Again, it sounded like he was saying cunt when he said his name. 
<laughs> it's like when when Gates is just talking about like falling out with Heidi Allen. He's like, to me, this failure in leadership struck me as treacherous stupidity. <laughs> you can tell when he just gets so mad, red, and nude when he's writing. He just takes all his clothes off, and it's just like trots Russia. <laughs> It's in Siberia. Some of that time will be the end credits. And don't worry, <laughs> faithful pointings will make up for this. Oh, yeah, better. Get to it, Peck. We have so many questions like, why is it like this? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Why have they done that? So it's pretty late, so we can probably get away with zooting outside. Well, tell them about taking temperature readings or something. The fucking Lee Majors? What? His Lee Majors. Not Lee Mavers from the Lions. <laughs> Some guys just have like super macho names, man, like Majors or like Powers Booth. Just like you got, it's just like words like Major or Power in your name. Like you're, you're gonna be a, a, a great tough guy actor. Was this Majors guy a tough guy? Majors. He was like the million dollar man, wasn't he? Was he tough? Yeah, that was his, yeah. yeah. He was tough. Like he said, gotcha there, but actually he said, gotcha, uh, as in Keith and Donna gotcha of the Grateful Dead. He was saying, I'm a fan of the dead, I love the dead, they're the best band ever. I'm Clint Eastwood and I'm a deadhead. Say something. This film is fucking awful. <laughs> oh, I'm on some spy special effects there. Let's see what Roger Ebert thought about this film. Okay, what did he think? He gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a Clint Eastwood apologist. He, he was, he, yeah, he was very. He, he was a stan. I think Clint like lived out his like macho fantasies, <laughs> rather like he does for me. Poster for airplane, the drawing, <laughs> that those shots. The 
special effects are really pretty good in this movie. <laughs> the planes look surprisingly real to me. Oh, yeah, to and you. The choreography yeah. of the dogfight was not only realistic but understandable. There's one sensation chasing me. The dogfight? Well, that's what they call aerial like combat. Oh, right. I thought it was as in there was like dog fighting in this. I was like. Dogs were harmed in the making of this production. Oh, that was the white kind of shot. Except it's so clearly on like a blue green screen of the time. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is this film? This film was like, they submit it, and then they were like, what's all this airplane shit? Where's the dogs ripping each other limb from limb? You've got to act like Roger Corbin did with Cockfighter. He was like, not enough cockfighting in it. Go and shoot a load of violent scenes where cocks kill each other. Classic Roger Corbin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The most efficient film producer ever. Yeah, he's like, look, it says cockfighter, people are coming for the cockfighting. But you've got to use this like fucking dog shit that I filmed with a dying Bella Lugosi <laughs> with a heroin adult Vincent Price. I hear you're looking for work, Mr. Lugosi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a sadomasochist? You've got to play a sadomasochist who goes back to a dentist. Is that just a masochist? Oh, never mind. Yeah, masochist. Oh, shit, I don't know. I'm not, I don't love pain. I hate pain. It's so painful. <laughs> this is the dogfight. This is the, this is the realistic dogfight. Uh, yes, okay, we understand we it's 1982. Yes. I mean, Star Wars came out. Ruff, 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 ruff. Oh my god, that dog is, is ripping yeah. the other one. I am. No, no, it's obviously it's just played. The, the end of um, the end of Roger Ebert's review in reference to this dog bite says, "There's one sensational chase sequence that's homage to Star Wars." <laughs> to what? It's homage to Star Wars. All right. Remember the Star Wars scene where the two ships chased each other between the towering walls of the city in space? Eastwood and his Russian no, I pursuer don't. I don't rocket through a crevice between two ice cliffs and it looks great even while we're realising it's logically impossible. You know what, Roger? I don't remember that shit because I'm a fucking grown-up. <laughs> I don't sit around thinking about when the fucking space city hit the fucking Death Star or whatever I like sophisticated stuff, like Clint Eastwood's film Tightrope that came out two years after this and covers serious issues for adult viewers, like brutal sex murders and the promise of kinky sex. And the jazz uh, and the, the New Orleans jazz underworld. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Fucking shit, there's no way. Don't the special effects of people fighting the worst. Am I gonna bring up a piss? I'm gonna go for a piss. And just breathe for. They're actually finally using bullets in their planes. Oh my word. Brief drum space just to spice up this formally. <laughs> We've just given all hope in the film now, really, haven't we? 
by word. Awful, awful, awful. Look at these effects. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, look at it. Look. Oh no. 20 million. Okay, fine. Fine, I'll watch this. I'll watch it. Twenty-one million, and they spent twenty million on this shit. <laughs> Not that I'm into Star Wars or any of that shit, but I swear the special effects in that are better. Oh, oh yeah, by far. Like two of the two of the original films came up came up prior to this, and. This is like similar dogfight elements and it, that looks so much better. I prefer, the, the, speaking of dogfights, I prefer the film White Dog about a dog that's racist and has to be trained not to attack black people. What? It's a sick film, I'll tell you about it when I've had a piss. <laughs> so now he's spinning out of control. Thing right now. <laughs> that fucking literally happens in, in the first Star Wars film. Must think in Russian. the horse, Luke, when he's about to fucking fire into the Death Star. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they actually ripped off Star Trek, Star oh, that, Wars. So that's what he's ripping off. This is as much a Star Wars ripoff as it is a Bond. <laughs> fuck. It, it, the main thing is, though, it's a ripoff. <laughs> of things you wouldn't expect it to be. I don't know, mate. Um, the fuck of, oh, it's on the floor. <laughs> oh, I stepped on it, for fuck's sake. Oh, no. Oh, my fucking bifter. It's cool. No, no, Pops, we're not listening this far in. It must be over now, obviously. It must be coming towards the end, I think. Because the music's swelling up as if it's... Yeah, well... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> that was just... It was, it was just like... Must think in Russian. Must think in Russian. Did he think in Russian? Who the fuck knows? Because the fucking film ended. <laughs> Scene when he gets back to the base and like he gets to do it like yeah post post credit sequence <laughs> to, to kick start the, the next stage of the fucking Firefox franchise. Who the fuck? What an abrupt ending! The fuck? What? It wasn't even that exciting of an ending, and it's and it's just like yeah, they uh, ended up cutting all the stuff that cost all the money. Yeah. <laughs> they just left. <laughs> I can't believe what I've won. Oh my word. What a load of absolute shit. <laughs> hey, don't get us wrong, we love Clint. Yeah, okay. he's great. We might worse, even we watch another Clint film tonight. But, yeah. he, but but this is just trash. That was fucking awful. Roger Ebert, you were wrong on this. You were so Dead wrong. wrong, dead wrong. Stick to calling Siskel bald. <laughs> Very influential. Well, <laughs> you're bald. Yeah, Siskel would have loved this as well. Yeah, we have to know if they. We don't. Should we look up if they t sis, see if Siskel and Eber talked about this <laughs> on their TV? I show. thought this was a great picture. I thought it was. I I agree too. You know, everyone in your family is gonna love this one. It's a, you know, this is a real. Th it's they don't make enough. They don't make enough of them like this anymore, Gene. You know, because this is a real film for grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they did like the earliest form of doxing back in the day. Did they? On their show, they um, when they reviewed uh, Friday the 13th Part 4, they absolutely like went into it and called it like reprehensible trash and garbage, <laughs> which, it, which it is. Oh, yeah. Hey, sure. They've made no mistake. They're such fucking they? prudes, though. Yeah, but... They, I, I, I'm pretty sure, may, maybe not in their TV review, but in like their print reviews, they actually like pr they posted the um, the addresses of the filmmakers and it's basically said to their readers, "You need to send your complaints to the filmmakers of this film." What? <laughs> send uh, bombs, send nail bombs to their homes. I yeah. suggest just uh, just a like, friendly early doxing a bit of print form. Let's, yeah. hear, let's hear what the boys have to say. Uh, I'll sync this well, up. Just a Clint Eastwood three-parter. He has to sneak into Russia, steal the Russians' new supersonic <laughs> plane, and fly it out of Russia. Here's different kinds of problems. Different kind of problems than her. <laughs> Deep into the picture, here's the way Eastwood steals the plane right out of the Russian hangar where it is under heavy guard. Eastwood is dressed like one of the Russian officers who regularly pilots the plane. <laughs> Like American cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it ended like that. I'm glad it's over, but. Let, yeah, let's. I mean, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Our special thanks to the Department of Defense, the United States Air Force, United the, States uh, the, the, the yeah, United States Navy, the Bendix Corporation, <laughs> the Bendy Dick Corporation, uh, and, and uh, some other shit. But yeah, that's just. Our, our special thanks to the military industrial complex, the organ. <laughs> of imperial evil around the globe. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, let me, let, let's just uh, hear what Siskel said about this play. The Russians figure out what has happened and the Russian head of state tries to bluff Clint out of the sky. Wait. Oh no, wait, there's another fucking clip. Okay, let's now hear what Siskel has to say. Here's another problem with logic. Why doesn't he threaten... Eastwood. I think this is a great family picture, Roger. <laughs> then put the whole leverage on him. Never does that. He either. says there's no logic. If you ought to join 
forces here. Yeah, uh, once Eastwood steals the plane, <laughs> Firefox is Cracker Jack Entertainment, and that's what you've seen from the movie. Cracker With the special effects at the end that are very similar to the final aerial battle scenes in Star Wars, and they're really exciting. But the problem with this movie, and it's a severe one, I think, is that it takes just too long to get the plane into the air. Well, he ain't rolling an hour. And they have to suffer through Eastwood's laborious For infiltration of the Russian security system, and we obviously know he's going to make it at least to the plane, but is it dazzling and the dazzling finish, is that all worth the wait? For Clint Eastwood fans, I suppose yes. For everyone else, uh, yeah, yeah, probably not. In any event, I really wish this film were tighter because I sure like the ending. I love the ending too and I didn't object to the first part of the film. I think that a genre like this has certain conventions. It's like the Guns of Navarone. You know oh, that cool. Well, first performers are also playing on my TV now. Let's watch that because it's a much better film. You have to have the music. Right, so any well, concluding thoughts on uh, Firefox by Clint Eastwood? Don't watch Firefox by Clint Eastwood. Yeah, garbage. Obscure film for a reason. Really boring. I probably never watch Heartbreak Ridge that's on the same uh, you TV. You might as well just Blu-ray. throw that in the garbage. I might as well, but I probably won't because I paid money for it and it <laughs> looks nice on the shelf. But yeah. It doesn't you look that nice on the it, shelf. Unless you've got like a region-free Blu-ray player. Exactly. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Now I'm going to torture you even more. Yeah, we're going to watch something by this guy called Neil Breen next. I don't know about him, but Tom's going to show me all about him. Show me, uh, show me the ropes. Thank uh, you for listening. Thank you for tuning into Real Politic Audio Commentary for Firefox. Fire shit. Let's see what I did. There. Got him. Got him. I got him. I got Fire. him. Fire. I, I showed Fuck you. I, sh- I showed you, Mister Eastwood. Fire. Two year old Clint Eastwood. Yeah, exactly. Fucking fifty. Yeah, a fifty year old loser. Anyway, that's it. That's take awesome. care, everyone. Bye bye. I understand. You have to that. look. For example, the first time that Eastwood sees the plane and he circles right. it. That's all just I don't part of the territory. But Raj, when he was in the, the 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 bathroom there, having his fits of conscience about Vietnam, didn't you want the thing to move along a little bit? It's part of the story. You know that you're being set up for the fact that once he gets on the plane, he's going to have more flashbacks to Vietnam. Okay. I, I you know I don't. I think the special effects are worth it. They're pretty good. In fact, they're great.
exciting. It's young people. It's crowdsourcing. 